0: happy Wednesday everybody hope you guys are having a halfway awesome week or an amazing week but halfway through it um, so I was having a conversation with a gym owner um, an OG gym owner of ours um, and he was saying that he was struggling with some people problems and so I um, I've been putting some things some thoughts together about um, people stuff in general and I thought this would be a great one to address and so how to never have a trainer steal your clients so um, after you learn how to market and sell, the next bottleneck in your business is going to be your services, the thing that you are fulfilling with. And if you're doing a brick and mortar service business, which just about everyone on here is, the product is someone else, right? Whereas if you were selling widgets or selling retail, selling things, goods, whatever, um, or selling software, then you are selling a widget, which is unchanged for, you know, for the large part um, and not really dependent on someone else, right? Whereas service, you're training someone to deliver a service, and then you have given them this skill that they can now leave with because it's inside of them, right? And then start doing that somewhere else on their own. And so this is uh, this is kind of the cost and the benefit of running a service business is that they're extremely easy to start. There's low barriers to entry. Um, they're more difficult to scale. And so this is kind of the... the the, 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 the seesaw that goes into um, scaling a business, especially a service-based business. And so one of the things that I consistently see is everyone consistently always wants to talk about acquisition. And don't get me wrong, that's exactly what I'm gonna give because that's what everyone wants to talk about. But the wiser business owners will understand that once you have acquired enough customers, the problem with your business is not acquisition. The problem is because you don't know how to service these people and you don't know how to scale a service business because the big secret is that people will always be your problem. Say it again, people will always be your problem because the skill set around managing people consistently gets harder and harder, the more people you have. And in order to scale a business, any business, you have people, even if you're scaling software, even if you're scaling a retail product or good, you're still going to have people. Now in those instances, it's just a ratio of how much revenue you can generate per, employee right and so that you know like a software business can usually generate more per employee but no matter what any of those business you have to scale people and that is why operations is the least sexy thing in the world but also the thing that is probably the bottleneck to getting you to where you want to go and so i want to give you is kind of um three things uh of why someone's not going to do what they're what they're doing uh or what you want them to do and then a threefold model to get them to do what you want them to do um, and then hopefully i'll uh, i'll end off with the with the prompt of how to never have tra- trainers to your clients again. So I was actually reading this book, uh, which is considered one of the best operations books of all time, Andreas Grove. He's the one who, he was CEO of Intel. Um, it's an amazing book, you should definitely read it. He's phenomenal. Um, he turned around Intel when Japan came in and undercut, like he's amazing. Anyways, he said, it's really simple. There's only, he said, there's only two things and I'm adding one more, even though he's probably smarter than me. But he said, there's only two reasons that someone is not going to do what you want them to do. It's either because they don't know how, or they don't want to, that's it. And so your job is to train and to motivate, and that is all. The only piece that I would add, the third piece, is that someone doesn't know what you want them to do, which would be communication, right? Because some people might have the skill and might want to do it, they just, you're not communicating well, and so they don't even know what you want, which happens far more often than you think. way more often than you would think. Um, And so those are what I would say the the three main reasons. But based on the, if, if you're assuming and you're very clear on what you want that person to do and you don't think there's any way that they would not understand what you want them to do, they either don't know how to do it or they don't want to do it. And so when you understand that those are the fundamental issues, that is it. It is really that simple. Then it's like, okay, then what are the action steps that we have to do in order to get someone to want to do it beyond training? So I'm going to assume that you're training your staff on a regular basis. That is why having one-on-ones with your team are really important. That is why having group meetings with your team is important. That is why having leadership trainings, having skill-based trainings with your team is important because you are selling their ability to service clients. And so would you not want your products, if you consider your staff, if you're selling service to be your products, to become more valuable, right? Now, that also feeds into the threefold model of keeping people. Now, I've heard this first from Peter Parks, um, he's an internet marketer guy. Uh, he's huge in the affiliate world, um, but he had a threefold model that he probably heard from somewhere else. But anyways, it was really good. And it's simply incentivize, motivate, inspire. And you incentivize with money, you motivate with opportunity, and you inspire with recognition. And so if you're, if you're unpacking this and you're thinking about how do, I, how do I keep people, right? You keep people with those three things. The incentive around money, the opportunity to grow, And the inspiration that once they've achieved something you recognize them publicly and so if you think about it this is kind of before during and after right you get them to come on board with the incentive of money you get them to reach for the opportunity when they see the future and once they've achieved what you want them to achieve you recognize them for it. now what's crazy about simple things is that they are the hard ones to do because they're so simple that you think there's something more complex but the reality is that it is the boring shit that no one wants to do, and that is why most people don't do it, right? But it is the key, right? And so how to never have a, a, a trainer steal your clients comes down to the ugly shit that no one wants to talk about, which is your culture. And that is an, a reflection of you, of you as a, as a business owner, of how willing you are to sacrifice for your team, how how much they know that you are investing in them, right? How much opportunity and how much vision you are projecting. If For those of you who unfortunately, you guys aren't on the inside of our company. But what happens is every, every gym owner that we've had who's come on as a coach, um, or like really it's mostly just the coaches, and they've actually seen how we run the company on the inside. They're like, this was almost more valuable than anything I could have gotten from you to actually see you implementing all these things that you tell us to do. And so they see me every month going over the vision of the company, what we're trying to accomplish, who we're trying to help, how we're going to do it, and what the plan forward looks like, right? And they see that every single month. They see every single month we talk about our values what we stand for who exemplify these values our employee of the month like we have all of these things and we do them every month right and on the weekly meetings when ours for ours is departmental because we have too many people to do bigger ones um but inside of there it's like here's here's where we're going here's the opportunity right here's the like recognition of who did an awesome job and so each department also says like here's our star of last week or last month Based on X, Y, Z, you know, Chelsea totally crushed this build out uh, for all the gym owners and she did it in like two days and she worked overtime and she crushed it. Right. These are the things that people live for. You know what I mean? Like no one like most people, most humans think they want more money. But the the emotional increase that you get from having more money lasts like 14 days. And after that, you don't feel it anymore. Mosey real quick, if you are a business owner that has a big old business and wants to get to a much bigger business, going to $50, $100 million plus, we would love to talk to you. And if you like that or would like to hear more about it, go to acquisition.com. You can play anywhere on the page and talk to one of our team and see if we can help you get there. And so knowing that being smart individuals as you are, who are listening to this, you can keep your profit the same, you can keep your profit higher by giving them the other things that people want. The money is really there to, to attract the right people because people have bear. You know they have bars of what they're, what they're willing to come in for, right? But after that, everything is going to be about the opportunity of the future of how they're going to grow and the recognition that you give them for, for, for accomplishing what you need them to accomplish. And if they are not accomplishing what you want them to accomplish, then you have to look at how am I motivating them, how am I training them, right? And how am I communicating to make sure that they know exactly what I want them to do? And so if you look at that and you look at the team that you have and you're like, am I communicating in a way that they understand and that they are duplicating what I'm trying to say? They understand, fantastic. Then there's only two things that are left that either don't know how to do it or they're not motivated to do it. And then you have to figure out, once they are trained, then they are not motivated. And once you are there, then it becomes very clear Of is this the right person or is this the wrong person for the team and then if they are the wrong person get them out because there's nothing more demotivating for a team of a players than someone who isn't and one of the things I asked at our coaches mastermind is if anyone on here has ever been on a winning team right many many of us I mean we're we're mostly fitness people who are listening to this most of us played sports at some time in our life right and hopefully on multiple teams if you played on a winning team with a great coach, you know how different it felt, how you practiced, how you showed up to games, how prepared you were, right? How you how you treated everything, the details, how you set up your bag, you know, like everything. Like there was a process, there was a system, there was an expectation and there was a bar that was set by the coach and that was the culture of the team. In your company right now, you are a team and you are the coach. And if your company does not feel like the winning team that you remember when you were playing ball, that is your fault. You are the shitty coach. And so those players are going to leave and go on their own. That's it. That's all it is. And so if you're able to think about your company as a team and think about what it felt like to be on a team that wins, right? To be on a team that sets the bar high, that expects more of people, People play sports for free. In fact, people pay to play sports. So you can see that money is not the primary motivator. People are there for recognition and because they feel like they have an opportunity to grow, right? Most people aren't going to go play pro and a lot of people don't even have that feeling that it's going to happen. And so understanding that, and I think that if you can put that lens in your eyes of like how am I running my team, right? How am I running my team? When you had practice, how many times a week did you practice, right? The more you practiced, the better you got. Your practice are going to be the meetings. Your skill development is the one-on-ones that you're having. These are the basics. These are the things that you have to do. And if you're not doing them, your company is not going to grow, right? And then you're going to wonder when you check out because you have a modicum of success, you have a, a, a certain average amount of success that you deemed as now I'm successful. You check out, you forgot the things that got you there. And then what happens? Your company slowly unwinds. Right. And then all of a sudden you get, you get surprised when someone leaves with 70 clients. Right. But the the indicators of that were from three or four months prior when you stopped giving a shit or they felt like you stopped giving a shit. And so um, you have to paint the future of where the opportunities for them, you have to train them, you have to invest in them so that they feel like they are continuing to grow with you and you have to recognize them when they do the things that they're supposed to do. And you have to do it regularly because people forget. People need to need to bathe daily. They need to be motivated daily right? And so if you have huddles, like if, like on our huddles that we have every morning, we're like, what are the wins? And so everyone just gets on and says their wins. It's a great way to start the day. It sets the tone that like we're a winning team. We move forward. And by no means is gym launch perfect. There's many things that we could do better. But I'm just saying, if you have that much intention behind it, your team will grow and will be better, right? And ultimately, if you are scaling service, you are scaling people, you are scaling people playing on a team together. And so like, Scaling service is a lot like sports. Um, And so if you can take that mindset and you can apply it to your business, um, you will be among, among the winners. Because as soon as you know how to market and sell, you will realize that that is no longer the bottleneck in your business and the bottleneck is you. And that's what a lot of people don't wanna face. I don't market that because no one wants to admit on an ad that they suck, right? So I'm like, yeah, you need more clients. That's what it is, you need more clients. You need hybrid, you need a new way of running your business, right? I'll market that because that's what people want to hear. But the reality is that you just don't know how to fucking service your clients, right? You don't know how to, more importantly, service your team who is then servicing your clients for you. So anyways, I hope that makes sense. Um, I hope you have an amazing Wednesday. I hope that was valuable. If you did like this, I know this wasn't sales oriented, but please drop a comment, drop a tag, um, drop a like, if you feel like that. If you're actually listening on podcast, if you can drop a review, that'd be sweet too. I've never, I don't even think I've asked for one of those. so. If you could leave a review, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, um, having an amazing you guys. I hope you guys um, keep crushing life, and um, talk to you soon. All right, bye.